0: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the very first Shorter Artist Hour. And this is gonna be just a little podcast where I talk to my superbly talented friends that I think the world needs to know. I've just, I look through my Facebook feed and, and all the people I'm connected with in social media, and I'm just amazed by the amount of talent that I get to be graced with on a daily basis. So this is just my way of bringing them to the world, not like the world doesn't know them already, but just another way for people to experience these awesome people so. Hey, I can't hear Hello. you oh. Can you hear me now, I can. Ha-ha. Nice. Is that the illustrious studio I'm seeing there.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. Oh.
0: Uh... Oh, that's fantastic, (laughs) Uh right on. Well, I guess I should do a little intro here. Um, Welcome to the very first Shorter Artist Hour, where we won't be talking for quite an hour, but that's okay because it's the shorter hour because I'm Susan Shorter, hi. Anyway, um, (laughs) this is where uh, we talk to my superbly talented friends that I think that the world needs to know more about because I am lucky to be graced with the beauty that these awesome people create on a daily basis in my Facebook feed and social media. And this is one of my favorite friends on the planet. This is Phil Velican, and he makes monsters and does graphic design and all kinds of stuff. A real jack of all trades. So what are you working on now? So much. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, I've got a Kickstarter I'm trying to fulfill and
0: the bandrakes? yes i love it they, do you have any to show oh my god yes
1: there's like a billion
0: are you painting all of those or yes wow
1: so and then behind them there's the big ones
0: oh nice yeah, I, I absolutely love mine. I, I would show him, but it's one of the yawning ones for anybody who wants to get on his site and see him. But I loved having it on my speaker at the last Comic-Con. Oh, it's he's so cute. <laughs> and so many people commented on it. It's become my table buddy now. That's the one. That's so freaking cute. <laughs> and so, so cute. it's going to be at my table all the time now. So people can ask, where did you get that awesomeness? And I can be my buddy, Phil, two tables down. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I'll be next to you at the Comic-Con.
0: I was wondering about that. Yeah, for anybody going to Indie Comic-Con, um, we have a little section. It's going to be, so it's me, then you, then Phil, or Phil, Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, right on. So I was going to ask you about Mythos Monsters. How did that happen?
1: Uh, it's something Jacob thought up. Uh, he He was using it to sell his artwork. And it was kind of an umbrella for all of his projects. Okay. And he and I met at the Illustrator Lunch, which is used to be held on the East Side.
0: So and is that the Indiana uh, thing?
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, it was on the South Side in Fountain Square, then it moved to the East Side of Indy uh, to Giacomo's Pizza.
0: Oh, a good place.
1: And. Um, we would just meet there once a month. I think it was the first Tuesday of the month, maybe last Tuesday. Yeah. I don't. COVID killed it. But uh, I I met him there, and I I liked his artwork, his Cthulhu stuff, and yeah. then when when it came time to pay, he put his credit card on the table, and it was the same as mine, and uh, which was Members Credit Union in Brownsburg, and I was like, <laughs> where do you live? He lived like 15 minutes away from
0: me. Nice. So, Yeah, I met him as being a Hoosier too, just because uh, we were both into the same podcast. And I messaged him when I saw him on there um, to ask him some questions when I saw he was a Hoosier. And Mm -hmm. then we ended up meeting up at a Soundgarden concert. So I've been friends ever since. Indiana's got some talent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. Well, we, uh, we had a couple paint days and art days where we just hang out at each other's house and, uh, he did conventions. And one day he asked if I wanted to share a booth with him Cool. and, uh, I really didn't have a lot, but I paid for half the table and then, you know, just put my stuff in with his stuff. And it just kind of worked because, you know, we don't really compete 2d yeah. versus 3d. I, I think maybe once in the last decade, someone has come up and bought both of our stuff in the same purchase. It's it's either one or the other. They want 3D or they, they want 2D.
0: Yeah. But you do 2D as well. I know you've done like illustration and graphic design and all that kind of stuff. Do you have, well, is sculpture your favorite or is that the one that just comes the most naturally? Both. Yeah. It's, uh,
1: yeah, it's. It's my passion, um, but I had an instructor at Ball State, and my senior year there, I asked him <laughs> where the money in fine yeah. arts was, <laughs> and he said art supplies. Oh, ouch. So then I started doing graphic design, and I went to Ivy Tech for graphic design and started doing that, And and there's a lot more money in that
0: yeah but (laughs) But even that's getting automated now i forget the the different websites and stuff but grant's complained about that a lot and then like the whole ai thing now with illustration So (laughs) yeah yeah. they haven't figured out how to sculpt yet i don't think i don't know but give them time (laughs) uh 3d printing oh crap never mind look at this oh hey little booger
1: I made this, this is a video game character. Okay. I made this in a program called Nomad, and I printed it off, and it's gorgeous.
0: Yeah. I haven't got to play with one yet. I know our library has one, and I've had a few ideas. Oh, I see your kitty. But, um, yeah, they look fun. They do. And they would save time. I get that. And you can print
1: all the sizes, and... Like, if he doesn't like the body, I can change the body in, like, five minutes and print off a new one. I mean, it would yeah. take me hours to, like, put different legs on him or something, you know?
0: Yeah. But there is some to the process <sighs> of making molds and doing all that kind of, you know, crap as well. It's kind of visceral. How did you learn how to do that stuff? Um, I don't think they had that sort of thing at Ball State, at least not when I was there. No. Yeah.
1: Uh David Pancake I met him at the artist yeah. line. He came one day and he brought uh one of his dragon heads and he was telling us how this was a um a casting and I was looking at it and, I, and there was no air bubbles. Yeah. And uh a friend of mine lives in Bloomington. We had a a very short-lived <sighs>
0: Fell down. <laughs> A
1: very short-lived company where we made these monsters and things.
0: That's awesome. And these
1: were model kits. Look at how dusty. <laughs> oh. And, yeah. To get uh, your
0: beer holder down. Sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> um, He's got an awesome mermaid beer holder that I was commenting on earlier. Fan by watching, anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um so we were making these and Dave was casting. I was sculpting them and Dave was casting them and molding them. And they were just full of air bubbles and things. So yeah. Uh David said, "Yeah, come on over one day and I'll show you how to do it." And I, <laughs> it must have been the quality of the supplies because Dave, my friend I was doing this with,
0: Yeah,
1: uh, we were in a temperature-controlled, humidity-controlled area, and we could not get things to work. Hmm. Dave Pancake does it in his garage in a rainstorm, and they come out perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I was just like, how do you do this? And he showed yeah. me how to do it.
0: Well, that's awesome. And... The pancakes are the sweetest people. That's whose panels I'll be having at Indiana Comic-Con. They came from David to Jacob to me. Yep. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, oh, speaking of your building and all that kind of stuff, I did see on your website that you did a set for Sammy Terry. How did that happen?
1: <laughs> um, the friend, It all goes back to your friends, the people yeah. you meet. Um, A friend of mine, when I... First started working graphic design. I worked at Howard Sam's, and we did book covers and catalogs and illustrations. And my my supervisor, Lynn, she got a job at um, Channel Four. Oh, cool! And she want they wanted to do a Sammy Terry revival or special show because he had retired at that point. Yeah, this was like yeah. two thousand, I think and um they did they had already thrown away the set and they had thrown away the coffin
0: i that that I, that doesn't make sense
1: <laughs> somebody was cleaning out the uh the warehouse behind channel four they just threw all that stuff away luckily someone somewhere saw it at the dump and <laughs> thank god and, <laughs> that's uh, insane. So, So when they announced they were doing this, that guy contacted Channel 4, which could have been a lawsuit, I suppose. But he said, I have the coffin.
0: (laughs) That's so cool.
1: uh, So Lynn and I painted it. And uh... hold on a second.
0: I have something. All right. let's see oh that's wild that's so cool yeah i totally grew up watching him
1: trying to get the glare off it (laughs) yeah that's me
0: (laughs) so is this uh, forgive my ignorance on this i know uh he's he's gone now and his son took over so is that the original or is that his son
1: that's the original
0: okay i wasn't sure when he passed away
1: it was wasn't long after that
0: okay wow so did you grow up watching him
1: oh yeah yeah
0: nice so um i know we got together um last year and uh was able to give you my kiln thank god it's got a home and somebody can do something with it but um so is your son into the arts as well he's
1: going to be an art teacher really yeah
0: that's where the consistency can come with art as being a teacher
1: oh yeah he's um he was he was going to be an architect he thought that would be a really cool idea
0: yeah and my
1: my friend Don is an architect at RQAW up in Nickelback Nickelback Nickelplate (laughs) what's that place called
0: In Nickelplate (laughs) yeah
1: Nickel play, yeah.
0: Although I'd there. like to hear the Nickelback story, though, if you could come up with one.
1: <laughs> so um, he works at, at this architecture place. And I was like, Mitchell, come on, we can go see what it's like. Don talked to his boss and um, we go up there and walk around. And, and he shows Mitchell everything about being an architect. And we get in the car and Mitchell's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, like i'm gonna be pushing carts at walmart till i'm 80.
0: (laughs) welcome to my life no
1: (laughs) so he decided he wanted to be an art teacher now my wife is a teacher so he knows he knows what that's like and he's always liked all of his art teachers
0: yeah well that's kind of the perfect fusion of what you do and what his mom does yeah nice
1: did you oh go ahead My daughter, she wanted to be an art teacher, and then she decided that wasn't for her, so she's uh, working at admissions at IUPUI. She graduated in May.
0: Okay. Well, that's very cool. Did you always know you wanted to be an artist?
1: Oh, yeah. I I even told my dad, I remember telling my dad when I was a preteen that I wasn't going to college, (laughs) it's like i'm gonna be an artist i don't i'm not going to college and he was like you'll change your mind and i did i went to college for a while
0: yeah mine was i just had to uh i had to have a plan so they weren't close to it my stepdad is a mystery writer and my mom is a musician but she was also a teacher. And so I just sat down with them and talked about how like, you know, greeting cards have art on it. There's, there's CD covers. There's, you know, just all the ways that art is in our world. I'm like, there's somebody out there doing this. Somebody's creating these books and somebody's all of it. So I said, I just, I just have to find my way. And I I always knew I was going to be an artist, even if I had to be a waitress too, but, and hopefully it doesn't end up being that way now that I'm post author solutions, so We'll see.
1: I that face. (laughs) I know.
0: It was a fun gig. Yeah. I did recently get contacted by somebody um, there to see if I would be interested. I don't know if it was like an official, like, we'd love to have you again freelance. But they were just curious if I would be willing since uh, I'm past that period after you've been laid off to where I could legally work for them again. So
1: The non-compete
0: yeah but I've I've been advised to just let that door stay closed but Mm. there's another part of me that's like well if I'm freelance and it's money and it's not money I know how to make so I don't know we'll see yeah
1: I know I always love when you post your cartoony art on there I wish there was a place like our house you know (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm hoping to keep doing children's book. I've done one book since I left there. And I have made up like postcards to send out to traditional publishing houses cuz I know that's one way to contact and I bought the uh children's book the the guidelines book or whatever that has all the publishers in there and I went through and I emailed people and I sent snail mail and did all that um but I hear you're supposed to do that quarterly so I'm going to try to do another round of that soon and Ideally it would just be awesome to be picked up by a traditional house. It's like, hey, we're gonna keep you in enough work for a yearly salary and then you can do whatever you want outside of that. <laughs> that would be. need crickets. <laughs> oh. damn it it can happen or <laughs> I don't know we'll see. but regardless, everybody should come out to Indiana Comic-Con and buy our stuff this weekend. Yes. yes. Because you, you don't want to see this. Yes.
1: You, you don't want to see, don't see this on OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are you bringing anything special to the show? Well, um. other than yourself.
1: <laughs> Not really. um, I. I, I I've got some projects that are coming up in Kickstarters, but they're not ready for, you know, I don't have molds made or anything. Yeah. Um, I can show you the next one.
0: Okay. Then I have Kickstarter questions for you. Creeping back. (laughs)
1: Okay. Let's see, I'm going to move you down to the desk here. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. What do we got? We got this. We got this. We got this.
0: I think I might have seen this on your Patreon.
1: And then we got that. And we got that. Yes.
0: Beautiful.
1: Doesn't really help. but.
0: Oh, I can see it yeah that looks so good now will you be offering like on this last patreon you offered painted and unpainted will you be doing the same because i kind of like the idea of painting my own
1: that's something i've been doing the last uh does that help or not um the last couple patreon the last couple kickstarters i've been doing i've been doing a painter's tier which yeah. is, uh, I don't know, like 10 or $20 cheaper, roughly, than the painted ones. And it's just resin, just plain resin, and then you just decorate it however you want. It's like a garage kit,
0: yeah. Basically. No, that's
1: awesome. Um, so, yeah, I think the first two, I think I only had one person choose that. But the mandrakes, I've got seven boxes down here ready to mail.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, the people that just want to paint it and do it themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. Save you time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just pull them out of the mail or out of the molds, clean them up a little bit and send them on their way.
0: Yeah. So You've done a lot of Kickstarters. I am intimidated as hell to do a Kickstarter because I've... Like written up ideas for a few of them, and I still have some of the crap that I have already bought to like go towards a Kickstarter. But then I get wrapped up in the well. What about taxes? Well, what about shipping? Well, what about the weights? Well, what about this and that? To where they just get in my head, and I'm like, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> it's just it's too much.
1: So um, honestly, the first one I was terrified. Um, Jacob and I. Usually, put each other as collaborator on our kickstarters. Yeah, and then that collaborator is an extra set of eyes. Like I'm like, can you look at this before I push go?
0: Yeah, you know,
1: because otherwise, nobody can see it until you hit go. And once somebody bids on it or pay or uh,
0: pledges, yeah. yeah,
1: pledges. There you go. As hey! soon as somebody pledges, you can't change it. So, like one time, uh, I think it was when I did the heart, this thing. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. We made one of the pledges. We didn't, didn't include shipping, I think, by mistake. And we didn't catch it until like three people pledged. So, what you have to do is stop the pledges, limit it to three people. And then make a whole nother pledge level with shipping. <laughs> so there's ways around it. And uh, as for shipping, I try to make everything fit in one of these.
0: That's smart.
1: Because then everything is $9 to ship. Or, okay. Or, I think it's 10 now.
0: So then there's no question marks or whatever. You're just like shipping is 9 bucks, and you just know that for sure.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, because the last, what was the last thing? Oh, the walkers. I made those walkers and yeah. one of them shipped to Washington and it was like twice as much, twice as expensive as sending it anywhere else. When you yeah. don't use these, it's it it's really wild how it it'll go from like 250 to $8, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I ship prints just from my Etsy and I'll just whatever package them the same way every time. But then when I get down to the post office, it's like this time it was $4. This time it was $8. And I'm just like, it's the same freaking thing. So yeah, well, that's, that's a good tip. Maybe I can find something that they have that same price thing that would fit like a good sized print. Cause that's, I was thinking about doing like limited edition, large prints of my peony dragon or of the nature lady one. I just finished up yeah, yeah, right here. Yeah, There's important. a glare, but I love it. Thanks, and uh yeah. So, do you have any? Are you you're one hundred percent freelance, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you have any tips for the girl that is one? Well, I do the sound booth thing, but that's freelance as well. So, any tips?
1: <laughs> uh, it depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> uh,
0: I do not tip. worry about my money so much. Oh, oh, then you're don't really- be a freelance artist. <laughs> you're doomed (laughs) because that's all I worry about yeah Mm. so what would you say? do kickstarters are they the big part of it is it the conventions is it online sales for you personally
1: I at a convention I think the most I ever made at a convention was $1,200 yeah like uh, they don't make a lot of money for me Um, but Kickstarter, uh, once you make a Kickstarter, those people follow you. Mm. And so when I make a new Kickstarter, they're alerted that I have made a new Kickstarter. Yeah. And so they come back and check it out. And I ship, I've shipped things to Japan and Norway and Germany and Australia, like, You know, and each one, I think each one has been over a grand at least, and and that's the smaller one.
0: And international shipping, is that affected at all by the same pricing?
1: Uh, You can guarantee at least $25 added to your shipping.
0: But you can do Kickstarters where you're like, it's just within the continental U.S., right?
1: I do that, but international people will email me and they'll say, um, how much would it be? And I say, and I'll tell them, send me your address and I'll go find out. Okay. And um, like right now, Germany, for whatever reason is collect is collecting uh, some kind of import tax, which added like another $10. And Ireland is the same way, but only one half of Ireland. Northern Ireland, Ireland, no. Southern Ireland, yes. So if you send it to Northern Ireland and then have them send it to Southern Ireland, then you can save like $15.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
1: And Japan is like 40 bucks. I don't know why Japan is. That's
0: crazy. I think Germany's the one I ship to the most, simply because that's where the the book "The Neverending Story" is from, and I do a lot of that kind of art. So, Got a lot of German fans out there. <laughs> but, yeah, the whole. Other I, line... Oh, go ahead.
1: Dare I tell your fans that I have never seen that movie?
0: Well, this interview <laughs> is done. That's a wrap. So, uh, my ex friend Phil, I think he'll be at the comic con, but no. for real, oh, I think he might have told me that, but. I, I would tell you to <laughs> remedy that right away, but I, I'm—I think you'd still appreciate it as far as its artistry and everything. I mean, they because they made everything, especially as a sculptor, like they made some awesome creatures in this movie. But I mean, there's a lot of it that's definitely not going to hit you the way it would have, you know, as a kid in the '80s. Oh, sure. So, but you should still watch it as an artist, and I think you'll—you'll you'll appreciate it for sure.
1: But see, at that time, I was—I had graduated high school when that came out so
0: makes sense
1: was it 85
0: right around that region region 84 to 86 i think yeah. i feel like a bad fan but i was a little one i was like five when it came out.
1: yeah yeah i got i graduated high school in 84 okay so i was like you know <laughs> I look at that yeah. poster and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go pay to see a Muppet movie. And I know <laughs> it's not Muppets. I know.
0: <laughs> How many people are you going to offend on this? <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> only getting started.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, um, hating on the Muppets and everything. story. Do you have a favorite artist out there within your field or not within your field? Who, who's your jam? Huh. Who inspires you?
1: uh spider zero um,
0: i don't know who that is i'll have to look him up
1: yeah i can't think of his name right now but he goes by spider zero he will uh he'll take like a bit of clay on his lunch hour and just make this incredibly intricate bug alien thing that yeah. you look at it and you're like, oh, I mean, he, it's, and, or he'll make a diorama. He'll make these incredible dioramas of like 18 zombies chasing a man who is <laughs> shooting them from up on top of a bus. You that know, sounds like, awesome. Yeah. I, he, I love the
0: people we're associated with. That's so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Everything. I take another question because we're like getting low on time. My little timer thingy is going to go off soon. Um, do you ha- do whenever you work are you like a podcast guy or do you listen to music what's your jam
1: Uh mostly videos like, Oh yeah <laughs> I know it's weird
0: No no cuz I, I sometimes will have like that going on but it depends on what I'm working on how engaged I need to be visually
1: Yeah my music tastes are all over and I found that when I'm listening to music I'm like yeah tired of that yeah tired of that mm. yeah tired Um, so I'll have like Netflix or something on like, right. You can't see it. I've got three monitors here. Okay. And, uh,
0: all right. Yeah.
1: So in that one, the, uh,
0: I love the eyeball.
1: That was my Halloween costume. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And the floating eyeball. (laughs) Very cool. <laughs> but um yeah that's a cintiq and those two are what i work Wait, whoa, well
0: wait now is that a picture of my husband up there <laughs> it looks like grant what? what that framed in the yellow or the red sweatshirt
1: oh that's my friend <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that is fantastic. And you've officially won this podcast. I I don't know how many people I will have on or how many episodes, but that wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's so cool. That was the plan. Hey, you're crooked. No, <laughs> oh, okay. there
0: you go. <laughs> well, it says my free time's going to end in ten minutes. We are in a countdown, so we haven't well I done. It. Cheers. Salud, thank you so much for being my very, first Leo. <laughs> my very first guest.
1: Well, awesome.
0: Has it been pain-free so far? Or? Yeah. Is there anything that you feel like you just, you need to talk about or people need to know before they come see you um, this weekend? Oh,
1: you asked me if there's any advice for a new freelancer. Yes, please. I don't know how we got off track. Chattin. The biggest thing I can tell you is to have three folders. One is invoices mm-hmm. to be paid. One is paid invoices and one is deductions. Okay. When you get paid, you take the you take the uh receipt or whatever and you put it in the paid envelope. <laughs> and then you take these two envelopes to the tax man. Yeah. That is huge. You would believe, wouldn't believe how many people don't keep stuff straight.
0: Oh, I'm I'm very anal retentive, but I keep, I think, overthinking it all. I like, I have uh, two different Excel spreadsheets. One has like income and one is expenses. And then of course I have a second account in my banking area. So as soon as I get paid, I take 25% out and I just throw it in there. So it's not even connected to my funds and I've been scanning receipts or just taking photos of them and plopping them in so i'm i'm just i'm trying yeah <laughs> it's intimidating too, as hell and grant and i are wanting to get a house soon and i'm like how do i do proof of income you know i yeah <laughs> you really don't <laughs> so i mean if we do it just on one salary that's gonna i don't i don't know i don't know well you
1: you use well, your taxes your taxes will up. okay you know, so I can like, use last
0: year's and I'm okay.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Buy a house this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
1: But like, I've got, uh, crap, like 20 years of freelance. So I can show them uh, that I how much I make each year through yeah. the tax. And uh, so that shouldn't be too bad.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we can get approved just on grant. I don't know. It's got that nice IU job for us so
1: he is the world's best champion
0: <laughs> he did that that's the coolest fucking thing oh i, I wish he was here so but uh, he's had to work on campus but i can't wait to show that to him <laughs> <laughs> all right mr phil i guess he's we should not to have... let us play anymore <laughs> i know oh man But I can't wait to see you this weekend, and I can't thank you enough for this. Are you ready for Comic Con, or do you still have stuff to do?
1: I haven't even taken those tubs out down off the shelf yet.
0: I'm so freaking jealous. (laughs) Yeah, hidden behind this is like a a freaking tower of totes and stuff that I've all intricately like been organizing. And anyway, be there in a couple days. You're You're sitting up Friday.
1: I gotta go Thursday night and set up so they yeah. don't forget anything. And I'm like, I gotta show up by noon, so I'll leave here about ten thirty.
0: <laughs> nice, and and hey, I'm sure you your setup will be dirt. beautiful. I'll be the one stressed out on my like my third freaking cappuccino or something. <laughs> we'll bring all you it. a cracker. <laughs> the cracker, yes. Did he ever find it? I don't know. the reference to jacob walker we'll cover in my interview with him and uh, hopefully we can do a uh, shorter happy hour after we wrap up the convention so we'll see there you go all right well i think are are we good anything you felt like you need to cover no
1: i'm good
0: right on (laughs) well thank you so much you rock and have an awesome night all right you too all right later
1: bye Bye. (laughs)